0: Crowds can be very fickle things, can't they? I think St. John's, maybe more so than many parishes in this area, understands just how fickle crowds can be. We have seen what people assembled in large numbers are capable of doing. What is it about crowds that causes them to be so fickle? Now, I'm not an expert in the psychology of crowds by any means, As an old television commercial used to say, I didn't even sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Or as a newer one says, I didn't watch a lot of shows about crowds on Sling TV or Hulu, one of those streaming services. So these are just my amateur observations about crowds and and the behavior of crowds. Now it seems that crowds can be a source of strength. There are strength in numbers. Crowds can give a collective identity or be a source of mutual support for those that are in the crowd. Crowds can also be a place for anonymity. One can be just another face in the crowd. And crowds can be a place where one can find justification or rationalization for actions that they take. You know, I was just following the crowd. And sometimes these actions are good. And others, well, those actions can just be plain bad. And people can get caught up in the crowd and do things they would not otherwise do. So why am I talking about crowds this morning? What does crowd behavior have to do with our gospel text from Mark? Because this morning we heard the familiar story of blind Bartimaeus. I think if you ask anyone around the church or who's even been to Sunday school, if you ask them about blind Bartimaeus, they will tell you the story. Blind Bartimaeus cries out to Jesus, and Jesus heals him and gives him his sight back again. And if you follow the links on the parish website to the children's coloring sheets for the service this morning, you will see that that is the story that's being told. But regardless of your age, I think that is an important story for us all. That is meaningful for us all. One of the ways that I approach reading scripture is to try to use my imagination put myself in the scene, and try to see the story from different vantage points. The name for this type of reading of Scripture is called Ignatian Contemplation of Scripture, something that I was taught. Sometimes when you imagine that you are part of the scene, you are drawn to a particular character or aspect in that scene. And when that happens, you should take note, because maybe there is meaning there for you. Maybe it's God speaking to you in that moment from the Scriptures, and you should pray about that. Now, Jesus and Bartimaeus are certainly the main characters in this story. In the story, I am automatically John to Bartimaeus because there have been times in my life where I, too, have cried out for help, for healing, for wisdom, for guidance. Maybe you can identify with Bartimaeus also. But there are other times when I read Scripture, especially more recently as I'm reading and rereading more familiar Scriptures, I try to imagine the story from a different perspective from a different character one who is not the main character in the story you know the background cast the extras to try to see if I can sense something new in what I thought was so familiar and truth be told I don't think there are any extras or background cast in the gospel stories they all serve a purpose in telling the good news now Jesus tends to draw a crowd doesn't he A crowd follows him wherever he goes in his ministry, except to the cross. Now, there are times when Jesus wants to escape the crowds, to be alone, to rest, and to pray. And I think there are times when Jesus can empathize with us when we seek the same things. If you're like me or my fellow introverts, we like to be alone sometimes. But in our text today, a crowd follows Jesus out of Jericho to Jerusalem where he will be crucified, and will he rise again. We don't know much about this crowd. We're not told much about it. We don't know its size, like it's 5,000. We just know that it is large. We are not given the names in the crowd. It is anonymous, massive people, just called they, or the large crowd, or many. In our translations, I don't think that number is important, because what the crowd represents is an obstacle to Bartimaeus' faith to his reaching out to Jesus. Bartimaeus cries out for mercy, and the many, the large group of people, try to silence him and keep him from Jesus. We aren't given any reason for why the many do this, and in a way that doesn't matter also, because it's Bartimaeus's persistence in the face of the crowd that is an indicator of his faith that results in his healing. If you think of yourself as Bartimaeus, think of the crowds, Both the literal and metaphorical crowds that you encounter that may be telling you to be silent to be quiet as you try to reach out to Jesus there are many voices shouting back at people of faith these days telling us to be quiet our culture advertising the media secular self-help books the new atheism many others in this marketplace of ideas all seem to compete and try to drown out the voices of faith who are reaching out to God These voices, like many others, are telling people of faith to be quiet. I think it is also important at times to ask ourselves whether we are part of that crowd, intentionally or not. When do we seem to be saying to ourselves and maybe others who are reaching out, quiet? When are we just following this crowd? When do we become an impediment to others who are reaching out to God? In this moment of realization, I think there is both paradox and hope. Paradoxically, when we realize we may be the, the obstacle to others reaching out in faith, then that is a time for us to reach out in faith to Christ for healing. Being persistent like Bartimaeus and ignoring what the crowds are telling us. And yes, there is also hope. Crowds can be fickle, seemingly able to turn at the slightest cue, slightest provocation or incentive A crowd can go from good to bad and bad to good. And I think there is just such a turning point in this story this morning in blind Bartimaeus. Hearing Bartimaeus' cry for mercy, Jesus says, call him here. The crowd, having just told Bartimaeus to be quiet, now says, take heart, get up. He is calling you. What a change from just moments before. With just a few words from Jesus, the crowd changes from blocking Bartimaeus to encouraging him. Though the text does not say this, I imagine maybe they opened up a way for Bartimaeus to walk to Jesus as he gets up. Some may have even helped him. Yes, crowds can be fickle things. Jesus will experience the fickleness of crowds As he enters in Jerusalem, just in the next chapter, the crowds will be shouting triumphantly, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, to only days later shout, crucify him. This duality of welcome and praise set against one of rejection and condemnation, I think is powerfully brought out. In our Palm Sunday and Holy Week liturgies, when we take part in the crowd, when we give both of those shouts, I think it helps us understand that maybe we have the potential for both. But as I said, there is hope. There are plenty of voices out there that proclaim that message of rejection and condemnation, those that argue against a life of faith, those that say quiet to those who are seeking Christ. And some are very subtle just asking us to be a lesser degree of faith, for something less than what God has called us to be. Our call as Christians is to be a different voice, to be that voice of Christ. As in our story today, the crowd can turn if a different voice speaks more loudly, more persistently, and more convincingly. Maybe all one needs to hear is something other than quiet. Our parish, I think, has made and is making that very choice to be that different voice because we seek to be a place of healing in this city, as the sign out front says. And it's a conscious choice that we make every day, that we have to make every day, that we have to be attentive to every day because we can be susceptible to the fickleness of crowds. We need to be a louder, more persistent voice that speaks through our words and our actions. As the body of Christ, our words and actions need to say, call them here. In this way, we seek to be a different crowd to be a part of. We seek to be a Christian community that says, take heart, get up. He is calling you. Thanks be to God.